Hello, foodies, and welcome to episode number two of Hunger in Kentucky. I'm Sarah. Hey, I'm Renee. I'm Nathan. And we're here doing our second episode ever. want to go ahead and thank everybody who tuned in to episode number one, especially everybody that took the time to share it on social media. Yeah, give awesome. big thanks to that, for sure. We really appreciate that, trying to spread the word about it. Um Oh, and thanks to Girls Beer Sports for throwing out a couple shout-outs. We appreciate that, too. Heck, yeah. That was super awesome. Yeah, thanks. Glad that Lee's enjoying the ciders that we threw over her way, even if the one tasted like a tanning bed. Well, I mean, it did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, just a recap from the first episode, uh, we're Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Uh, that's Renee and I, and then Nathan is the Bearded Bourbon Air. And you can find me and Renee on Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Then you can find us on Twitter at BB and Eats. Where can we find you, Nathan? You can find me on Facebook if you just search The Bearded Bourbon Air. And then you can also find me on Instagram if you just type in at The Bearded Bourbon Air, all one word, one line. Uh, it'll pop right up. No more underscores. No more underscores. I ditched the underscores. It's uh, in- entirely more professional to be uh, underscoreless. <laughs> underscoreless I like it yeah and you can go over to our website bbandeats.com and check out our latest blog post where we talked about Kentucky Proud and what that means and how you can support your local businesses here in Kentucky um we yeah, have those a, folks were really nice to come out and sit down with us and oh yeah come in from Frankfurt and sit down in and have a talk about everything that they do they do a lot of good work out there so appreciate them heck yeah um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about on this episode. Um, we'll talk about the brunch Renee and I went to on Sunday. Um, there were two bigger festivals around here that we went to and Nathan went to the beer cheese festival in uh, Winchester and I went to the barbecue festival in downtown Lexington. And so I went to work. <laughs> the worst of the three, I would yeah. say. <laughs> um, we're going to taste some bourbons. We'll talk about our Instagram giveaway that uh, the Bearded Bourbon Air and Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats are doing together. Peering up here. Um, we're going to talk about people's weird food habits. We asked our friends on Twitter and Facebook if they had any weird food habits, and we got some interesting results. Um, then we'll jump into our food fight cage match. And This week we're doing barbecues. It seems like a good theme to follow from the weekend. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the interview that Renee and I did today. And then Renee will tell us about some local events going on. So we're excited to hear about all that. Got a lot of good stuff on that. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll start off talking about our brunch. Uh, Renee and I and our friend Desiree had a nice little brunch at Bellanote this Sunday. It's a place I'd never think about having brunch. No, it's a... Uh... I didn't even know they had brunch until recently. It is a local Italian restaurant here in Lexington. Uh, it's on Nicholasville Road, close to Fayette Mall. And on Sundays, they do they do brunch. And it, it was surprisingly very good. I will definitely go back. Oh, yeah. It's, it's different than other places, I would think. Like, they have a... Like, if you're getting brunch, they give you this little, like... I want to say it's a buffet... It's a small table in the front with assorted pastries and parfaits and stuff. Yeah, and like a lot of fruit and different fruit juices. It's pretty cool. 
Yeah, let's see. Sarah or Desiree and I both got the French toast. It was uh, three pieces of some really thick brioche bread, which I love brioche. Um, those are some big pieces. I finished two pieces, and that was literally all I could do. Um, and I know ours was delicious. And what did yours look good too? What did you get? Um, I had the I think it was the chicken and egg. I think that's what it was called, but it was a giant piece of fried chicken on top of a homemade biscuit with sausage gravy and an over easy egg on top. You should see as soon as you said that, Nathan's face was like, what? It was large. Chicken, chicken, chicken for breakfast seems a little strange to me, but you know what? I'm, hey, Chick-fil-A. If it works. Oh, yeah. well, that, that, that's in a class of it all its own. You can't, Chick-fil-A doesn't fall into that kind of category. It's, I mean, you know, it's just. Don't pocket till you try it. It's, yeah, I, I suppose. It looked really good. Let's see, that biscuit wasn't a normal biscuit. It was like a, it was more of a savory. Did it have like some spices and stuff in it? Uh, I seen on the menu, it was supposed to be like a rosemary biscuit or something. You know, if I were more awake, <laughs> I would have noticed. noticed, which is sad because it was like 1130 in the morning. You know, I was about to ask what time it was when you said <laughs> I would have been more awake. And I was like, mm, it's brunch, you know. Eh, yeah, it's... it was borderline lunch, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we keep weird schedules. Fair. I like shifters. to sleep in I do too. all the time. Except I work day shift now, so sleeping in is not an option. Unless you're just late for work, like I was this morning. Oh, <laughs> dang. No, you're just telling on yourself already. That's good. I don't know it. Hey, producer, scratch that part out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do highly recommend uh, going out there. It's a really pretty atmosphere. The staff is professional. Uh, the food is delicious. It's got a pretty atmosphere. So it's definitely one I would want to go back to from the future. Oh, yeah. And it's sure. local. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people in Lexington probably don't know. I don't think it, like, you don't think it's local. It's a little too, you, most of your local places aren't that fancy looking. Yeah. It looks like somewhere that would be a chain. Oh, it definitely looks like. So for the, for the fact that it's a local establishment, I, that's, that's a, plus in my book yeah i think i read before that they intended for that to be a chain and then they opened this one up and never really like franchised it out anywhere else i could be wrong about that but they also i think a lot of people probably don't know either maybe they do i don't know these are things we didn't know but i think they also own smashing tomato i think i read that on their uh on their page and they've also got crust that's also another pizza place on Richmond Road. I think they just changed the name of it, too, to Bella Forno. Bella Forno. Something like that. Something Italian-y. <laughs> but. So, so for Italian food, I'm thinking, like, sausage, egg, fettuccine Alfredo. Is that a thing there? No. I mean. It's Italian. It's breakfast. Or it's I brunch. Mean, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> definitely didn't see that on the menu. But would you all eat it, though? Sausage, sausage egg. Fettuccine Alfredo. It's almost like gravy, but it's no. not. But it's pasta, but it's... I don't think I could do eggs with Alfredo sauce. Mm, no. But it's or scrambled eggs. eggs. It's not I, eggs over no. medium. Uh, okay. I just, you know, throwing that out there, you know, uh, Bella Notes, if, if, if you're listening, that's an idea for the future. If you don't care to, you know, touch on that for me, try it out. Yeah. I'll mean, test it for you. Maybe the two separately, but I mean... I'm that just would gonna go, go in the category of the weird, yeah, which just we gonna, haven't caught to yet. I'm just going to go ahead and tease one of the weird things. Uh, it's not even a habit. It's just no. a weird thing about me. I really don't like Italian food that much. Like, I love pizza, and I sometimes like fettuccine alfredo, and that's pretty much it. So call me big old weirdo if you want, but that's my weirdo. one. That's one of <laughs> two, two food stances. Three food stances I have. 
but but yeah i would recommend their brunch for sure it's not mm-hmm. a huge brunch menu but i mean i've really only had that one dish there and it looks good it was good mm-hmm. everything else looked good yeah definitely recommend it so this weekend you went to nathan you went to the winchester beer cheese festival how did that go uh, it went really great me and uh, me and my girlfriend danielle we went to um we went to the Beer Cheese Festival in Winchester, uh, where there were, I think there were a total of 13 different beer cheese stands there at, uh, there at Winchester for the festival. Uh, I think I've got, I got around to try nine before the lines got obnoxiously long. Okay. Uh, and I sort of ranked them, and that's kind of how this beer cheese works. They You go in, you pay $5, they give you um, so many sample tickets, they give you like 10 sample tickets. You go around, you try all the, the beer cheeses, and you give your vote card to whichever one you feel like is the best. Well, so my top three, they're, I ranked them no particular order, uh, top three. I don't want to assign one, two, and three because I can't decide. It was a, it was so a, they're, they're close running. I would call them close. i definitely call them close. The first one, uh, definitely Dad's, beer, uh, Dad's favorites. Dad's. Dad's Jelly always has, uh, always has the best stuff. And I mentioned to him while I was there uh, that I had – had their lunch. Oh, on you Friday. got to actually see Dad. I think so. The guy in the hat yeah. that's on the front. Oh, yeah. he's so cool. We yeah, love he's him. Uh, actually. I took a picture. I think I took a picture with him, and, or took a picture of him um, for the post. It was a pretty good time. I talked to him, and then uh, got to try their beer cheese, and it was excellent. I wanted to comment on, uh, compliment them too. On Friday, I had their barbecue for uh, for lunch, barbecue coleslaw. Oh yeah, with their beer cheese mac, which is spicy which I'm not used to, which I really like. it. So it was excellent. So I complimented on that. Um, just let him know that his beer cheese was awesome. Uh, I won't tell anybody who I actually gave my vote card to because that just said that to me that says who is number one. So I'll just uh, keep that information to myself. Uh, but as well as Dad's, uh, there's a, another company that was there that was Hall's Snappy Beer Cheese. Uh, excellent, very creamy. Most other beer cheese is surprisingly not creamy. Uh, consistency is key in this case. That Hall's beer cheese, very creamy, very nice. excellent. Uh, and then the last one, which was, I'm telling you, just the spice alone made me so happy because I feel like you can't hardly make beer cheese spicy enough. I mean, it just it just ruffled my feathers, ate it on a little piece of celery, and it was just excellent. The uh, Smuggler's beer cheese. Uh, they didn't have an Instagram atta- account. I really wanted to tag them in it because I thought, it was just absolutely excellent. Uh, you know, and actually, it's not even Smugglers. I'm pretty sure it's actually Bootleggers. It is Bootleggers, because I made that mistake when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said Smugglers Beer Cheese, and then I was like, you know, I think it's something like a Smuggler, but it's not really a Smuggler. And I think I told three other people that it was Smugglers Beer Cheese. I was going to say, I didn't remember you telling me that it was Smugglers the other day, but I feel like no, Smuggler it's, it's Bootlegger. 100% Bootlegger. So everybody, I'm sorry, it's Bootleggers Beer Cheese. That was, uh, that was excellent. Are those um, people on Instagram? <laughs> no, they're not either. I, 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 they're not either. Yeah, I looked through every facet of means I possibly knew, uh, short of calling them and asking them for them. Uh, but if Bootleggers, if you're listening, sorry. I like your beer cheese a lot, though. Uh, <laughs> Also, there's a few other uh, uh, stands there. The Pivot Pivot had a couple of beers there. Country Boy, uh, the local breweries had a you know had their beer there. All excellent, uh, absolutely excellent. And then uh, Kentucky Cattle Association had a 
Had some uh, ribeye sandwich. Ooh, that ribeye sandwich was so good. (laughs) It was great. It made me so happy to eat because I was just so... I was a little lit, I won't lie. Had a, I had two Bloody Marys uh, from the State and Ridge people that has their own Bloody Mary mix. So excellent. So great. Uh, I definitely could use another one of those Bloody Marys right now. But the Beer Cheese Festival was absolute, was huge success. It rained on us. It got a little humid. It was hot. Um, absolutely excellent, though. Had a great time. Well, that's awesome. Ugh. Bloody Marys. Not a fan. What what about a Bloody Mary do you not like, though? It's the, it's the tomato part. T- the tomato? Like the whole Bloody Mary yeah. itself? Oh. So the Bloody and the Mary. <laughs> the blo- Oh, you don't like the Bloody or the Mary? No. Oh, that's a shame. I mean, I shame. like the vodka part, but that's about it. But you don't, have a, you don't have a problem with people named Mary. It's just the Bloody and the Mary. I mean, not that I can think of at the moment, <laughs> but I mean, if you gave me a few minutes, I could probably think of some people maybe i'm oh, not sure i'm sure i can think of a mary that i'm not that fond of honestly i mean we used to like play bloody mary when we were kids and that um, was rad yeah. <laughs> when i when i was like a little kid living in manchester yeah. uh, the house we lived in was supposedly haunted and uh like the town doctor kind of used it for his little, like little hospital and a bunch of people died there supposedly uh-huh. and uh we used to do the Bloody Mary thing all the time, so we couldn't get any ghosts to come out. That's fantastic. It was awesome. The house was really cool. I miss it a lot. But uh, did it ever? Did it ever? I mean, happen? I mean, when you did it, did the did Bloody Mary come out and say Ooga Booga or anything like that? I mean, we never saw Bloody Mary, but we had these like big swinging doors between like the dining room and the kitchen, and they would sometimes just swing open on their own after we did that. So, ghosts, yes. I believe a lot in ghosts. It's fair. They're real. They're real, everyone. They're real. Mm. I don't know why I got so passionate about ghosts. Yeah, you... I mean, I didn't see any, but it was kind of like the daytime, so Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can actually see them in the day. But... Fair. I mean, besides the fact I didn't see any ghosts, it was pretty cool. Took a little solo trip downtown and got in my comfort zone a little bit and... Uh, just an afternoon of me shoving my face full of barbecue, which I instantly regretted after I had three sandwiches. I don't think I ate again the rest of the night. <laughs> I can imagine. But um, well, I've seen your um the post that you had of the tacos. Tell us about those. Oh yeah, those were probably my favorite thing I had. I just I didn't try everything because there was too much to try. There were like, well, barbecue is also filling too. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of try the same thing at the places I went to, at least the same meat. But um, there were probably seven or eight different, like, barbecue vendors there that are just, like, around central Kentucky. And so I had pork tacos from Edley's, and they were awesome. Like, I normally don't like to get tacos at Timmy. Like, I love tacos, but I'm not, like, a big pico person. And uh, these didn't have, like, gross, nasty, oniony pico <laughs> on them. Because I hate onions. They're gross. They should be extinct. But um, that had, like, barbecue sauce and cabbage and green peppers and tomatoes on it. Oh, they were mm. really good. Like, well, that picture you took was really good. It looked like it. I could eat, like, 100 more of those. They were great. They were, like, a smidge expensive compared to what everything else was selling for. But, you know, it's probably worth it. Then uh, I had Stacks Barbecue from Frankfurt. Uh, never really heard of them. 
No, we but, don't need to venture up that way. Yeah, I mean, I would go visit them. Um, I had a pork slider from there, which honestly was big enough to be just called a pork sandwich. Like, it was huge. It was a huge sandwich for $3. So, I mean, you oh, can't beat that. that. And that was good, oh, too. Sure. And then uh, I stopped at a food truck that was called Kentucky Strong Barbecue. Never heard of it before. And went through and did some research. Looks like they're located in Lexington, trying to use all local foods and meats and stuff. And their barbecue is pretty good too. Uh, they only all these places had like a bunch of their own sauce. Like Kentucky Strong, I mean, they had their own sauce, but they, I wish they had more of their own sauce. Like they only had one. Mm. So yeah. that was a little disappointing, but I mean, it wouldn't keep me from going back. I don't think. Yeah, you definitely need options as far as sauce go. I'm I'm huge vinegar based sauce for uh, for barbecue. I don't think regular barbecue sauce does the meat enough justice, and I feel like it can stand alone. Most of the, I feel like most of the time, meat should be able to stand alone on its own and not have to I like. Sarah, we're just talking about that. Does right? not need to lean on the sauce so much. Yeah. Um, so vinegar based sauces, even just plain malt vinegar, seems like it does really does really well at least in north carolina it does really excellent with uh with barbecue yeah i think for the barbecue we have around here i'm not a huge fan of the vinegar but all the other ones yeah i'm more of a myth of sweet yeah person myself that's kind of (laughs) dirty I don't know why, but it just sort of the way you said it. I'm more of a Memphis sweet. Memphis sweet. I mean, I like the Alabama sauce too, but it's probably it's. I like them all better in vinegar. I'm not gonna lie, the vinegar feels like it's too strong for me. What's what's Alabama sauce? It's the white, the white sauce. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was trying not to say that, but oh no, I'll say it. I don't care. This is a professional setting, is it not? No, it's not. Never mind. No. <laughs> I ain't at work no more. <laughs> this saucy, Fair enough. This saucy is what it is. Fair enough. But uh, even though I gorged myself on pork barbecue sandwiches, I still made a little bit of room in my little belly for uh, some Sav's Chill ice cream because I always kind of forget about it and I haven't had it since I was in college 400 years ago. <laughs> so I had to, of course, go and get that, like, I had mint chocolate chip and a waffle cone, which is my favorite thing ever. I love mint chocolate chip. It's the best. I know a lot of people don't like mint, but I was about whatever. To say, I feel like some people would argue that mint uh, and ice cream is probably not the greatest thing. But I was going to say, I know Sarah loves it. But I do love an Andy's mint. So Ooh, I just yeah. assume that Andy's mint, mint chocolate chip ice cream, that uh, crossover would be uh, very doable. So Yeah, I used to make um, bourbon mint or something like that some kind of bourbon mint cookie so you you used to make it yeah why you ain't make it for me because <laughs> <laughs> i kind of lost the recipe so i had to refund it but it had andy's mints in it and then they had like a chocolate bourbon sauce on top it's kind of involved too so that's another reason oh it's i ain't involved. trying to spend all day oh, it's, oh okay making you a mean, batch of cookies you mean time wise i was like in, I don't, how are you getting involved with this uh <laughs> chocolate chip cookie right now <laughs> I was like, I, I I like the way it sounds, but I mean, I I don't want to get too involved with it, you know. I mean, I'll leave that to your imagination. But I mean, they were good. They were just kind of a pain in the butt to make. Maybe one day I'll make them again. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I think that's really cool. It wasn't like a huge festival. It's just maybe maybe three blocks downtown in front of the courthouse. But I felt like it was perfect size, honestly. Like. It was crowded, but it wasn't so crowded you couldn't move. Oh, that's good. And they had live music, so they had, like, a big stage, and they just had, like, one band after the other. And 
seemed like I didn't really look too far into whether or not they were like local acts, but everybody I heard was pretty good. Like it was a fun day. I think it was worth it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a good couple of hours spent downtown. And it hadn't rained yet. It wasn't too hot outside. It's kind of the perfect day. Yeah, rain really brings that humidity and just Man, makes it miserable yeah. if you're outside trying that to walk around. Yeah. You're sweating, you know, pit stains, yeah. everything. That's that's the worst. Yeah, it really I'm, is. I'm not into that. I ain't trying to smell bad all day. Be all wet and soggy, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely a bummer. So, I think that's so far so good. Pretty solid weekend. Um, let's see. Are we going to taste the bourbons or you just want to talk about the bourbons you have? It kind of ties into our next topic, so... I will retrieve the bourbon. It, I'll be honest with you. It, it sat in my car for a little while today. So I was trying to cool it down. Not that I want my bourbon necessarily cool. That's I'll cool. get a room temp at least. All right. So what bourbons are we trying today? All right. So we have uh, we have currently three selections here. Uh, we have set these up for the for the giveaway for Bluegrass Bourbon Neats and the Bearded Bourbon Air. We've got 1792 Foolproof. It's a single barrel pick from Unlimited Spirit, one of the excellent local liquor stores in town. Uh, also, an Elijah Craig, uh, uh, eleven. It's a unlimited store pick as well, aged eleven years in the barrel. Uh, once again, from Unlimited Spirits, uh, and then we have the Limestone Branch Red Wheat Bourbon Whiskey Experimental Collection. Uh, tried this one a couple of times this week. It's excellent. Uh, it's really even hard to describe how good it is. So, we're gonna try this. Uh, we're gonna try this Elijah Craig and the foolproof right now here in a second. We're gonna give you our thoughts. Uh, I'm gonna be doing this uh, 1792. Sarah's gonna be doing the Elijah Craig. <laughs> Nathan looks very happy right now. Yeah. Uh, anytime I drink a foolproof, uh, sipping on it, drinking it. However, uh, I love that first warm feeling because it. It just, you can feel it going from your mouth, down your throat, into your soul. <laughs> and that honestly is such a good feeling, and you just feel so warm and comforted. It's like a blanket on a cold day. I agree with that. Like, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the same thing. I mean, as a ginger, I don't know how much of a soul I have, <laughs> I guess, technically. But it's warm in the chest area. It's nice. Where your soul once was, it is warm. Yeah, or basically. where a soul should be, I guess it would be warm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this giveaway. What's the details? All right. So we decided we need a few more followers. Um, the Bearded Bourbon Air is very close to 500 followers on Instagram, and BB and Eats is very close to 1,000, which seems like an important milestone. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's not. But it seems cool. So for a little local blog such as ourselves. So we thought it would be fun to give away something that's personal from each um, blogger. So we're going to throw in some of our like really big BB and Eat stickers. They're very nice. They're very blue. They're vinyl, so they look nice and shiny. And then Nathan's going to give away samples of all three of the bourbons we're trying today. That's our way of thanking you guys for everything that you do and, and following us and supporting us. We appreciate it. Yeah, we'll uh, put out a post about it later this week on both of our social medias, so be on the lookout for that, and it'll have 
instructions for how to enter and what we're going to do there. So, And we'll, a, we'll contact you for info when, when we have a winner. Yeah, so it just seemed like a fun way to like interact with everybody and to get a few more followers and whatnot. So, so what yeah. do you think about that Elijah Craig? I mean, I liked it. It gave me the same warm, fuzzy feeling it did Nathan. <laughs> I don't think you're quite as warm as I am, though. I no. think uh, I think this foolproof makes me a little warmer than you are. <laughs> I mean, it's like a smidge hot, but I likes it. It's nothing I can handle. And just let me let everybody know that the, uh, so this foolproof, when I say foolproof, it is barrel strength. So or it's, it's foolproof. So it's barrel strength. It's 125. Uh, the Elijah Craig, it's at the standard 94 proof, but it's uh, it's got an age statement to it. So you know how long it's been in the barrel. Mm-hmm. 1792, uh, if I looked hard enough, I could probably find the age statement. It's not, not one is stated on the bottle, but... Mm. Doesn't matter. It's foolproof. It's excellent too. As seventeen ninety products always are. Yeah. Uh, also with the limestone branch, age statement on the bottle. Uh, it is a fourteen month, which also you got to remember. Yeah, it's not a long time, but it's an experiment. So they're they're giving this could be a potential future um, like normal product. You know, it could be a it could be a potential front runner for them in the future. So these experimental collections, other uh, other bourbons do them. So. It's nice to see what they might might be coming down the pipeline in the future form. So, and they're fairly new, so I can't wait to see what they're doing with it. Yeah, I kind of get like a smidge of like a like a caramel taste off of this Elijah Craig, just like littlest bit in the back of it, but it's pretty good. I like it. Oh yeah, it's excellent. I and like it's I delicious. said, always uh, always a good pick from Unlimited Spirit. They. Uh, they do pretty regular barrel picks, and everything I've had from them has so far been on point, so I can't can't complain. Awesome. So now we'll go into our Twitter question that we asked. We asked it on Facebook, too. We thought it would be fun to see what kind of weird food habits you guys have. So we put it out there the other day, what kind of weird food habits do you have? And we kind of got a mix of like food combinations and food habits. So, yes. Um, so everybody has them. We don't even try to lie, don't try to hide it. Everybody has their own, mm-hmm. and there's and that's okay. You do you, and we're not judging, but it is interesting to see what what people do. And I think first, before we throw everybody else under the bus, we should throw our own stuff under the bus and have a little a little food habit confession. So <laughs> I'll go first because i'm I'm the most picky. I just eat chicken and turkey. Weird. Strange. <laughs> Super strange. I'm vegetarian. So yeah, uh, that is a poltrotarian. <laughs> is that a real thing? Did you just make I, that up? Well, if it's not a real thing, I just made it up. <laughs> Wouldn't so, it be more like polyotarian? Polyotarian? Is it? Polyotarian? <laughs> no. A chicken tarotin? Turkotarian? Sure. I don't know. Phallotarian, because they're yeah. both birds. You're a bird eater. You bird eater? <laughs> I've been doing this for so long, I can't even tell you. Like, I started, I knocked everything, and I think it was for dieting purpose back early parts of high school, and I haven't touched red meat since, and this is over 20 years of me not. So, so I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm a chicken and turkey 
only. I just want to point out that this was part of the reason we started a food blog. I, so I Renee could venture out of her comfort zone. And where are we, Renee? Have you ventured we're, out we're of still it? a chicken and turkey. That's what I thought. But I have eaten a couple things I wouldn't have eaten before. But yeah, I, I, I'm trying. And a plain cheese pizza with extra cheese. That's the way to go. So you started putting extra cheese and just... No, just cheese. No, I have to put extra cheese because they don't put enough cheese to begin with. The extra cheese is what it should have been when it started. That's my theory. I think everybody's cutting well, corners, and the extra cheese is where it should have started <laughs> from the get go. Well, you know, there's a global cheese shortage, so you're just contributing to that. Oh crap! Well, what are you gonna do? I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will die. What have you tried though that? Like has gotten you out of your comfort zone just a smidge. Oh. Well, I did have that black bean burger at Smithtown Seafood. Oh, it was quinoa burger, actually. Well, I had that. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't even know what you had. <laughs> well, I ate it, and it wasn't turkey or chicken. And it was good. I and it, it wasn't. Too. No, it wasn't bad. And I ate three-fourths of it, which is more than what I thought I would have eaten. <laughs> so I was proud of myself for, for that. But, well. okay, so that's mine. Don't act like you two don't have them. Oh, I've got them. So I've got two. I want to mention the first one, um, and this is more of a, a bad food habit rather than just like a weird thing that I do with my food. So I have a weird food habit when I go to a fast food restaurant. I want to get um, everything in the largest quantity they have. So if I go to McDonald's, and a friend at work would really appreciate this comment because he loves McDonald's <laughs> more than anything. Yes. <laughs> one of his favorites. Uh, I get uh, two plain double quarter pounders with cheese, 20-piece nug, large fry, large Coke Zero, two apple pies. and That's a lot of food, yo. I'm trying to think of if I get I think that's mostly all I get. But anything that's on that two for three especially, like if they, they have triple cheeseburgers, I get, I'll get two of those. And I'll just smash those along with everything else. And I eat this. And I'm not sure why, though. <laughs> I don't have a good... I'm not hungry. I'm never hungry. I'm not, I'm not actually... That's a lot of food to not be I don't hungry. feel like I need food most of the time. Yeah. But then I see food and I eat it. I think that's called a seafood diet, though. Yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, so I see food, I eat it. So that's, that's not really more... It's more of a habitual thing at this point versus me being hungry or wanting it. I don't really want it. I don't want any of that food. Do you think I want to eat all that food? No. I feel you. But I, do, do I eat it? Yes. Yeah, I eat it. So that's the that's a weird habitual thing that I do. Um, as far as a weird food habit, I'm really just a human dumpster. So there's nothing I just won't eat. Um, I will say this, though. Uh, one weird thing, I guess, the only really weird thing that I can ever think of is back um, eons ago uh, in my childhood, my mom used to make stir fry back in the day. To this day, I cannot smell stir-fry without wanting to vomit. I literally, just upon smelling stir-fry of any kind, it does, it's, it's something about that soy or that teriyaki sauce that it's just pan-fried with just makes me want to just gag. I like this like smell. And, sauce. <laughs> and I have a, I got a pretty sensitive sniffer, so immediately, <laughs> I mean, and maybe that's all the bourbon I stiff, maybe it's just like, maybe it just has really refined my smell my smelling so when i smell it it's almost like that immediately i get sick i can't stop it it that's just fair. happens that's, that's fair. fair weird story though uh and i i've got to tell it just because it's 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 funny on me really um once again uh upon childhood uh we were at a shoney's restaurant 
<laughs> eating the eating the buffet naturally for breakfast, and it was the Shoney's in Moorhead, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, I'm from West Liberty, so it's a 30 minute drive down the road. Not not important to the um, story, but just to give you a geographical reference. Uh, so we're at the Shoney's in Moorhead. Uh, I'm eating at the end of the table. Uh, my sister's eating next to me. And for some reason, something about the gravy made me sick. Um, I evacuated my stomach to just short of saying, I just, I just assumed not to say vomit, but I'm going to say vomit. I evacuated my stomach slash vomit, uh, all over the table. So this is across the table. It just travels. Uh, it's, it's borderline projectile. So that's probably why it traveled. Um, it just goes across the table. It's on my sister's plate. It's on my mom's plate. It's on my dad's plate. It's ruined all their food. My sister takes her plate, dumps it into the floor, puts it back on the table, goes to the buffet, gets another plate. She gets another plate, sits the plate down in in my vomit, and then continues to eat. Grabs another fork, continues to eat. Does not stop eating. My stomach is not nearly that iron tight that I can watch somebody evacuate their belongings from their stomach. No, and continue. I'm done after that. I'm done. Oh yeah, but just uh, just I would also be uh, evacuating my (laughs) stomach. Yeah, I would. I would. uh, I would take part in evacuation. (laughs) Also, you can definitely tell you work in healthcare because you say evacuation a lot. It seems like a (laughs) medical term instead of saying just blowing chunks. Well, instead of you know taking a douche, you say you evacuate your bowels. The same thing. (laughs) Sarah, what's yours? It's very. It's very medical. I like it. Um. Well, now that I'm on spot, I can't think of one, but I don't know if I necessarily have like a weird habit, but I don't know. I don't know if this is weird or not, but I think I'm one of those people that like, I can mash all of my food together and just eat it all at the same time. It does not bother me. It's all going in your stomach. I don't see the problem is I did that for my lunch last week at work a lot of the time and it was quite tasty. So tell me more about this. I want to know, and I've done this since I was a child. So your corn and your mashed potatoes, do they belong in the same pile? Yeah, why not? Yes, thank Jesus. I have not heard a lot of people <laughs> that do this. When I was little, I would just sit there and just smash up my oh, yeah. corn on my potatoes, and I thought it was the greatest idea, but most people don't like their food touching, which is, I think that's kind of the... See, I think that's weird, but I, I think, think I'm strange. in the minority on that. I don't know. Like, I, I, I food can touch all day long. I don't care. As long as it's not covered in onions... That's also fine. Like, I don't know if you caught on before. I hate onions. Onions are terrible and they're awful and they should quit growing them and we should make them extinct. And if I were just going to delve, like, dive back into my biotechnology field, then I would totally just Mute make them. some sort of a gene mutation <laughs> that made them go extinct because well, they're that gross. Hashtag shots fired. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. At onions. So. <laughs> Don't at me, like, <laughs> <laughs> you won't change my mind, ever. Well, I think my dad would agree with you on that. He is one of those people that likes to pile all his stuff up in, like, a food pyramid. And I don't spoon, do that, but... Spoon down through the potatoes and the corn and everything and eat one big spoonful that has a little bit of everything on it. I'd smash. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, yeah. that's totally him. I mean, I would eat it. Now, my, now my hub's opposite end of the mm. spectrum. He can't have his food touching at all. God, y'all mm. are so weird. If, like, especially if it's something runny, like baked beans, he puts that in a bowl separate by itself. It can't be <laughs> on the same plate. If it 
goes and touches his mac and cheese or his potatoes, like he is not happy. I'm offended uh, because I like to run my mashed potatoes <laughs> through the blood from my steak. So that's one of my favorite <laughs> Ooh, things to do. Yeah. Especially baked beans. Like that baked bean sauce needs to be on everything on the plate. Oh, he cannot stand oh. it. And there's times I've made a bunch of stuff and he's got all these separate containers. Like he's taking up half the table where he's got everything packaged separately. It takes him forever to get ready to eat. And I'm just God, y'all are perfect for yeah. each other with yeah. your weird food. No, I, I don't, I don't know about, I don't know about all that. How I mean, do you guys? How do you guys ever eat? Do you guys eat? Yeah, really. That's what no, I was we, wondering. We eat plenty. Whenever I cook, I make two meals basically. I make stuff for him, stuff for me. Oh, that's and true. You eat. do do that. Yeah. <laughs> and said do do. We, <laughs> do we eat together? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but so, so speaking of that friend that likes McDonald's, <laughs> God, we love him. We're not going to say his name, but we love him. But you know who you are. <laughs> exactly. Everyone that works for us knows who this is. The weirdest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. He has pizza. He smothers the whole top of it with ketchup. As much ketchup as you possibly can on top of the cheese. And then sprinkles it with a little bit of crushed red pepper and some oregano. And that's how he eats his pizza. Does he put hot sauce on it too? I feel like he puts oh, hot sauce yeah, on it. I forgot hot sauce. And he, he puts it on there too. He puts a bunch, he takes like every condiment that you could think of yes. that they have at the hospital and he dumps it on top of a burger and just eats it like he puts it on the bite marks on the burger and just keeps eating it. Yes. <sighs> we, we love you though. <sighs> it makes me upset. <laughs> and he makes like a bunch of sandwiches like for the week and he just puts them all in like. It's like a bread bag. Like he, he takes all the bread, in the bread bag takes all the bread out, and makes sandwiches. <laughs> he puts them all back in the bread bag, <laughs> and then he just has them in his locker, and he just pulls them out and eats them. Yes. <laughs> no, this this happens. Okay, so I, we did, as Sarah just mentioned, um, we did ask this, our social media followers, um, what weird food habits do you or someone you know have? And let me just say, you guys did not disappoint in your responses. So some of our favorites are tuna on hot dogs, Doritos dipped in tuna and dipped in Frisch's tartar sauce. I, I can't. I can't. I don't think I can do that one. Oh, I could. I could maybe do that one. Oh, I, could I could not do, do the that. first yeah, one. Yeah, I could. T- the tuna in the hot dog? T- I, I, don't I don't think so. Do oh, and you forgot that person also puts mayo on there, too. Yeah, I can't do that. yeah uh, they put mayo on bread for a hot dog and tuna fish on a hot yeah. dog. Wait, now I do put mayo on my hot dogs, mayo and ketchup. That is, I'm just now remembering something from my childhood that I used to do. So my grandmother and my great aunt used to have a little like country store where they cooked in Manchester. It's called the store, and it was awesome, and it was the, my most favoriteest place on the face of the earth. And it's no longer open because my grandmother passed away. It makes me sad every day. It makes everyone in Manchester sad. We're all yes. sad. But um, they used to make like a secret family recipe chili. And then I used to put mayo in it and cheese and mix it around and eat it. I feel like you <laughs> that did. That something weird. Did you? <laughs> I, f- I forgot about that till right now, but the chili is so dope. You don't need that stuff. Did you not know what sour cream? I feel like sour cream, maybe, maybe sour cream. I could do that. Was that a, was I lived that like in the sub? country, man. Why would I have sour cream? I didn't know what sour cream was until I was 16. So Yeah, right. I mean, it's, we just had like a giant tub of mayo. Yeah, it's we, the chili. We save a lot shopping, you know, Dr. Pop, you know, all those so we really oh, no, I mean I pounded some Mountain Dew, but I also ate chili and mayo in it. So 
I was a weird child. I've grown out of that. I've grown out of the weird habits of my childhood. Although I don't like macaroni and cheese. Oh God, don't hit me. So of all the weird things, of all the weird things that you that you decided to talk about, you didn't mention that you don't eat mac and cheese. I think hers, like she has eaten it's a gourmet t- mac and cheese where someone a, has made it from scratch. Yeah. And she has locked that, but she is it's not specific. blue box or Velveeta at all. So another childhood story, my mother used to try and force me to eat peas, which I also hate, mm. but she would like shove them in Velveeta shells and cheese. And that used to make me very upset. Oh. And it still I makes me very, so I think I have PTSD yeah. from the Velveeta shells and cheese and the peas. So, I mean, I'll eat pasta with cheese on it, but I don't like mac and cheese, if that makes any sense. Well, I think yeah. we found the problem. People shoving peas into mac yeah. and cheese. Disgusting. It she rhymes, but it does not face. belong together. Mama Cameron, she, she knows you. what she's done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so peanut butter on eggs. Ugh. Yeah. I can't, I'm sorry to whoever does that, but yes. I can't be on board with that. No. Sorry. I'm offended. If, what about peanut butter in chili? Peanut butter sandwiches with chili. Yes, absolutely. Dipping it. I yes. can maybe get on board with that one. Yeah. Yeah. But those those were some of our favorite responses from from their social media. We also had a couple of actual like weird food habits. So we had someone that tears their food like they have normal sized food and they tear it into bite sized pieces yes. before they eat it. And then we also had someone else who has to eat when they eat bite sized snacks, they had to eat it. On both sides of their mouth. So, for example, if they're eating M and M's, that they eat one on the left side and one on the right. And side. chew it at the same time. That is. Yeah. Yeah. You see how that is. Oh yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. I can see that. I mean, again, so. you guys, you do you. You're the one eating it. Not everybody has to eat it. If it makes you happy, by all means, go for yeah, it. Yeah. See, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna remember all the weird stuff I used to eat when I was a kid. I don't eat that anymore. <laughs> I don't eat it anymore. Leave me alone. <laughs> Well, when you started talking about portion uh, and tearing your uh, abnormally large size food into bite-sized pieces, that actually reminded me of something that I, I do. I keep remembering things that <laughs> that come about in my mind. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I do, I do that. But the reason I do this, and I, the reason I do this, is because I really I don't like to just just rake the food out of my beard after it's it's already there because it's it's rough i don't really want to mess it up it's not as nice as it once was i'm a little ashamed of it at the moment but i'm working on it so i'll get around to it so i actually um and this may not be as weird as i think it is but i think it's kind of strange i cut my pizza and eat it with a fork uh, that's not that weird. I do that sometimes. I, I see. Too. No, I've been I've been called out a few times on it, and they're like, "Are you eating pizza with a fork?" I'm like, "Are you looking at me with that face?" And <laughs> apparently so. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Yes." I'm like, "Well, yes." And then I do. Look, if you're trying not to make a mess, that's yeah. fair because sometimes pizza is really greasy. Yeah. Yep. See that? I'm, and I'm, sometimes it's too hot to touch. Yeah. There, especially when it first comes out of the oven. That's a yeah. challenge for me, though. I love yeah. touching hot pizza. I'm like, give me the hot pizza. <laughs> I think that's all I got yeah. for that one, unless I think it's some no. more weird habits of my own. I'm hey, sure it may, it may come up. Yeah, they'll come up, and we'll scatter them like a, you know. So are you, are you all ready for this edition of the Food Pack Cage Match? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. Tell I'm us ready. About. Okay, so in, in the, the left corner of the ring, we have Eadley's Barbecue. It is a little mini chain that's in the summit here in Lexington. They have three locations in Nashville, one in Chattanooga, and then one right here in Lexington in the summit. 
And then on the other side of the ring, we have a local place called Blue Door Barbecue, which is a little local establishment. They are only open till three o'clock in the afternoon and they close as soon as everything's done. And if if they ran out, they close at three or if they run out of their food, then it's closed. So you have to kind of get in there. So if you all are ready, we've got the food right in front of us. Sarah and and Nathan are going to be eating pork and I'm eating my chicken. Ready? Ding, ding. Okay, so you want to try Eadley's first? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. It's this one. So this is the this is the chain. What'd you just pull off there? Chicken. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> Chicken. Okay, so I have feelings. <laughs> I've not felt this way about any other barbecue establishment, probably, maybe ever. But I like their chicken. Better than their pork. Interesting. Not had that before. And most of them, I don't like chicken from uh, barbecue establishments. I don't believe in it. I think so, it's kind of strange. Some people do it good. Some people don't. It, I've had it where it's not done well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, but, there are, most people pride their stuff on the, on the brisket and the mm-hmm. pork. And... Like for me, the chicken is is the star for me. And this is actually really good. I I was really surprised. Yeah, um, big thicker thicker pieces. Um, and the meat's standing good. I'm not even eating the sauce. The meat is standing good on their own. Good size bun. I'm liking it. Good. I mean, I like this pork pretty good. I mean, when I had it in the tacos the other day, it was mm-hmm. really good. And uh, the sauce is pretty good too. It's like pretty tangy. Yeah. It's got like a touch of vinegar, but it's not overwhelming it at all. And then um, we also have um, potato salad and coleslaw as the sides from both places. So we could do like an even comparison. Oh, wonderful. The So far, this coleslaw from Edley's, it's kind of sweet. It's not like a creamy type coleslaw. So it's pretty good. The, the potato salad's pretty good too. It's got like the skins on and stuff. Pretty authentic. Like Skins on is my favorite yeah. with everything actually. Yeah, it's Humans, pretty good. food. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon oh me. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, you don't like your humans with the skin off? No, I prefer them with skin on. I typically have only seen a few humans with their skin off, and I think it's just a horrible thing. So you and Buffalo Bill are not friends, then? Nope. Hard um, pass. It puts the lotion <laughs> on the is, skin, not for me. No. Just curious. <laughs> That's All curious right. to know if you're future reference. So. All right. Do we want to try Blue Door? Yeah. Let's do it. Now, for me, the chicken, the chicken is definitely more shredded. Um, the, the chicken from Edley's was kind of more, it was pulled, but it was more on the chopped side. Um, the one from Blue Door is more shredded and it does have some spice in there that I'm not recognizing what it is. What are you thinking about? I mean, I like the meat, so it's got like a different, like a rub almost on it, Mm -hmm. which is good. Um, the Edley's meat seemed like it was also, everything over here seems like it's got a sweet taste to it. Like the Edley's pork seemed like it was a sweeter type of meat, but this just has like the smokiness of like it just came off the smoker or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like it a lot. And it's not, like you said about the chicken, like it's just like a more pulled chicken and mm-hmm. not as chopped. Um, I'm really digging the sides a lot. For Blue, Blue Door? Door. Yeah, this potato salad is super dope. Like, I could eat a whole pound Did of you it try probably. Some? 
Of the which the one? The potato salad from Blue Door. Oh, the the Blue Door potato salad is excellent. It's yeah. got some uh, some of the green onions in it, which I think is a great thing. <laughs> I think if you go around extincting mm. all the onions, no. I think you have to include all the onions. You can't be an onionist about anything. I so. mean, uh, scraped the onion off mine. So that's a real shame because it added a lot of flavor to it. So also, there's like 14 onions in the box that this came in, so I just ignored those. <laughs> fair i'm gonna burn them later probably <laughs> then it'll probably just smell even more like onions so maybe the joke's on me i don't know just gonna do a mass onion burning that's it's not well, appropriate i have to say <laughs> for me edley's where they're out in out in the summit they're very accessible uh there is parking um they were they don't shut the door when they run out um and I do like, they had a really good flavor on their chicken, and I liked how, I guess, the pieces were a little, little bit thicker than the, than the one at Blue Door, even though they were both good, but I think I like Eatley's so I think on I the like, chicken front anyway. I like them both pretty evenly. I may, like, the Eatley's meat may barely edge out. The Blue Door meat, I'm not sure. I mean, I'd eat them both. Like, mm-hmm. if you put both of them from my face, I'm going to eat them. I like the sides better from Blue Door, for sure. Like, it seems like they're fresher, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, overall, I'd probably go with Blue Door, just because it is the local place. And I feel like that's, like, super authentic when they just, like, they can't stay open long enough because they run out of no, everything. I, no, that that was not a knock on them, really. Oh, yeah, it's more of a testament of how awesome that they are. Yeah. On the chicken front, though, Edley's won this. Oh, for sure. My my, I'm going to throw my hat into the uh, blue door, uh, blue door ring on all the fronts as far as sides, uh, sides, and barbecue go. Um, as far as chicken goes, I got to go with Edley's because I think that chicken is just absolutely excellent. Um, but the meat from blue door is just it's a little smokier and i it's just what i would expect to get from a uh a barbecue establishment agreed so we got crown the winner with blue door seems like yeah yeah i'm going blue door all right ring that bell then we got a winner ding ding all righty so just uh getting a little towards the end here uh, we'll go ahead and touch on a little something we Renee, Renee and I did today. Um, we had an interview with Chris from Popcorn Paradise, and he was pretty cool. He had a lot of like his story is pretty cool, mm-hmm. and uh, he let's try some popcorn, so that was fun. And uh, we'll be putting up a blog post here in a week or two about it. So check our social medias to see when that's coming out, and whenever we got on the site, we'll let y'all know. Please jump over there and see it. I think you guys will really dig it. And, in the meantime, go stop by their store. It's uh, right across the street from Mirror Twin Brewing here in Lexington mm-hmm. around National Avenue. It's pretty easy to get to. It's also next to the the macaroon store, mm-hmm. which was very tasty. Yep, we had to stop in there too while we were there. Yeah, that's a... I've never had a macaroon, like a side story here. I've never had a macaroon because for most of my life I thought I've had an, like a tree nut allergy. And it turns out I don't really... So, <laughs> so now all the almonds are an option. Well, so I can't eat pecans or hazelnuts still, but I can eat all the almonds I want. So I'm going on like an almond spree. So I'm sure I'll just make myself allergic here in the next six months. But <laughs> while I can still eat them, eating macaroons now, and they were very tasty, and I loved them, and I want more. Yeah, in my belly right now. 
Yeah, no, they were they were really good. So yeah, be on the lookout for that because I think you guys are gonna really enjoy it. So. Um, okay, so got a couple of local events for you. Um, first of all, I think all you all are like these. So June thirteenth through the fifteenth at Buffalo Trace in Frankfurt, they are doing ghost tour at the distillery. What? Yep, it's free. But you do have reservations are required. The time is just, it's just an hour. It's from 7 to 8 in the evening. Okay, so according to lore, there are more spirits residing at the distillery than the aging, uh, than that are aging in the warehouses. Featured on the popular TV show Ghost Hunters, Buffalo Trace Distillery has long been rumored to have visits from the supernatural. Most notable, the, the ghost of Colonel Blanton. Hear the legendary stories and get a look into the haunted sites, including a rare visited Stony Point Mansion where Colonel Blanton died in 1959. Mm. All tours are complimentary and include a tasting of some award-winning products. You know, I'm not going to lie. I really thought you were going to say Colonel Sanders. (laughs) And I almost hoped it was Colonel Sanders. (laughs) Give me some chicken with my bourbon. Then I thought I was like, that's pretty cool. That, yeah. that would be cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, another thing that I think all you guys will, might be interested in. So they started this last month and they're going to go through through September. But R.J. Corman has the My Old Kentucky dinner train that's out of Bardstown. They are doing a bourbon excursion. And it's they are doing once a month for the price. It's a little hefty on the price, but you get a lot for it. So it's a hundred and nine dollars a person. Okay, it starts at five o'clock, and and so you get for the hundred nine dollars. Okay, you get a two and a half hour train ride through the beautiful central Kentucky countryside. You get a four course meal, a bourbon tasting hosted by a master distiller, and I called them to check on it. They have a guy from uh, Jim Beam that's going to be here this weekend. Um, the and they were going to be tasting four different bourbons. And you also get a souvenir glass. And you must be 21 years of older to participate. So it'd be, it'd be pretty cool. And it's, it's nice. And this isn't food like kettle corn and hot dogs. This is prime rib. This is nice food. So, I mean, you're getting a lot for the 109. But it is a little hefty on the price tag. But it's something that you would do maybe date night or something like that for to be able to get out. Um, something else going on is the Kentucky Craft Beer Festival on Elizabethtown. It's downtown Elizabethtown. It's from 3 to 8. And it says festival goers will be able to enjoy craft beers from all around the state and beyond, including selections from the presenting breweries such as Lexington-based West Six and Elizabethtown's own Flywheel Brewing. The festival will also have food trucks, a home brew competition, brewing demonstrations, and a raffle of a bottle of 12-year-old Van Winkle Special Reserve bourbon. General admission is $35 for a person, and that includes a glass and a tasting card. But they also have an option of a VIP pass, which is $45, and you get an hour entry, uh, hour early entry. You get a glass, a t-shirt, and a tasting card. Uh, some of the beer companies that you can expect to see, West Six, Lemon's Meal, Mirror Twin, Mile Wide Beer Brewing Company out of Louisville, Braxton Brewing, Can Archery, uh, Taft's Brewing Company, Ryan Geist, and Fusion. 
Fusion Brewing. <clears throat> so be on the lookout for that. And also on June 22nd, this seems really cool too, uh, Jacobson Park here in Lexington, we have, they are going to be having a water lantern festival. It goes from, the gates open around 5 o'clock in the evening and ends about 10 o'clock at night. The price is around $30 if you get on the website here as quickly as possible and you purchase your ticket. The closer to time, it goes up to 40 if you wait till the day of. And it says, as the sun sets, the water lantern festival begins to shine with the launch of lanterns onto the water. Watch your unique lantern drift out into the water as it joins other lanterns, carrying hope, love, happiness, and peace. It's a night you and your family will never forget. Your ticket will include the entry into the festival area, a floating lantern, a commemorative drawstring bag, marker, wristband, and there'll also be food trucks, music, and more. Dang, that's a loaded festival there. That, that's got a lot going on for sure. And then, and then there's also going to be, at the end of the month, there's going to be Isaac Humphreys is going to be singing at the Lexington Opera House. And he's singing, uh, the money is going to be going to the Ronald McDonald House downtown. And that was, and Isaac Humphreys is one of our uh, former UK basketball players. And he's come back and he's got an awesome voice. You all ought to check that out on the Lexington Opera House site. Awesome. That sounds like a lot of cool stuff going on toward the end of the month there. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So, um, of course, we've been drinking on some stuff while we've been eating this food. So we run around real quick and talk about what we're drinking. What are you drinking, Nathan? Uh, I've got a Country Boy Brewing Survive American Pilsner. Uh, which I would grade on a scale of Budweiser to Country Boy, um, Survive American Pilsner, I would grade it a 10 because that's a 1 through 10 scale. Not that I don't like Budweiser. I, uh, you know, everybody likes good Budweiser from time to time. From time to time. Uh, but this one's excellent. It's got, it's beer. It's great beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's beer. Renee, were you drinking anything? I have note. Awesome. Yep. Um... I had the Boulevard Brewing Tropical Pale Ale. It's a pale ale with grapefruit and passion fruit. It's pretty tasty. One of my favorite breweries probably is Boulevard. I mean, they always come out with something kind of wild. You know, the ginger lemon, the apple the apple cinnamon, or apple tart, or something like that. It's yeah, all the shandies. Yeah, Phenomenal. I get good fra- uh, grapefruit ale. Always fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, that's all we got for today on Hungry in Kentucky. Um just again, if you want to check us out on social media, we're at BB and Eats or Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. And then Nathan's at the Bearded Bird Bourbon Air everywhere. And you can find our blog posts at bbandeats.com. And as always, stay hungry in Kentucky, y'all.